0: Hello, this is Mary Jo Tinland from Teaching Your Toddler. Today, our special guest is Sheila A.O. She is the creator of Mission to Mobilization, which is an online platform for which children can be inspired and given the positivity they deserve. She is also going to talk to us about her book called Lovely Can, which is a bilingual book, also called Preciosa Lata about two little girls and about how one helps the other and how they can make their world a better place. I hope you're inspired by Sheila's amazing story and about the book that she has written. Enjoy the show. Hello, this is Mary Jo Tinling from Teaching Your Toddler, and today our special guest is Sheila A.O., who is a children's author and influencer. Welcome to the show, Sheila. I'm so excited to talk to you today about uh, your background and also about your new book. So tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, thank you, Mary Jo, for having me. I just appreciate that so much. Um, I, I, my, I'm a native Minnesotan, and so I, I actually was... Um, adopted by a Black family and um, spent about, spent all my, you know, my childhood years in Minnesota, and then I went to Alabama, got my undergraduate degree, and then moved back to Minnesota um, after my father died, when I was in college, to help my mom, my brother was in the service, and so just a kind of a, just in terms of family life and and work, I started working corporate job, and I've always worked um, a kind of a formal corporate kind of gig, and then did nonprofit work or work in community or church, and so th- my background has always included kind of a passion to serve others. And really, since I was a child uh, and, and how it really flows into the lovely can book, which I'll talk a little bit more about in a minute, but I, my heart and mind has always um, led me to serving other people. And so if I would see someone, uh, you know, that was sick or, you know, an elderly person that was hurting that I would have uh, empathy or compassion uh, around that and my mom actually was a great um, leader for me in terms of modeling how to um, be compassionate and you know treat people the way you want to be treated and and really leave a place better than it was you know when you got there and so um Lovely Ken uh, really uh, it is uh, t- the story about a nine-year-old girl who actually is me um, that found out her um, friend in third grade was hungry, hadn't eaten the night before, and um, Lovely talks the school lunch lady into you know giving her some um, extra breakfast and um, the story goes on to uh, really allows lovely to encourage her students fellow students her mom administrators to actually get involved to create a food shelf for um, for the school and the 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 premise really comes back to very simple, three words, you know, love your neighbor. Um, and I believe that, and as we were talking it you know a little bit ago, that parents desire to see their children become something. Uh, you know they, they want them to be thoughtful or empathetic, compassionate, and so th- it's never too early to teach our children to teach toddlers what we want to see, but I think that uh, it's incumbent upon ourselves to model that. Sometimes we expect children to just get it, um, but there is so much that they are getting by the community that that surrounds them and that loves them and teaches them to, to become more than they ever thought they could be.
0: I want to hear more about the book, but how do you, how do you, how would you encourage moms and dads to model that like you were saying? Sure. The, uh, it,
1: our examples, so, so an, an example, even with my, my mom, when, um, there was a, a homeless person that came to our door, uh, knocked on our door one day when she and I were actually making some stew and, he said he was hungry, and so she said, "Well, you know, go around to the back step, and then she was she fixed him a bowl of stew, some cornbread, and some water and cookies. And then, uh, you know, he thanked her. He left, and we went to the front to try to see where he was, and, and we didn't see him anywhere. And you know, it was re- really odd. But she said, you know, who knows." You know, we could be, you know, entertaining an, an angel unaware. An angel, right. Oh yeah, exactly. So um, those kinds of examples where, you know, where she modeled caring for someone, we didn't let them in the house, or you know, just being very discerning and wise. But um, it was a teachable moment to say, OK, this person is hurting in some way. How can we help? Or, you know, when we're in the grocery store. And you know, she picks up a couple extra cans of soup and and says to me, you know, we want to be able to you know provide this because there's there's someone that's hungry. And so it, it, there there are always moments. And I think that as parents are doing things, they don't often they may not often think about their child is recording. The recorder mm-hmm. is always there. Sponge. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So there's, there are opportunities to just say, this is why I'm doing this. This, you know, there is a, a reason why I'm um, being, uh, why I'm engaging a person, or there's a reason why I'm giving an extra, um, you know, $5 tip, you know, for at a restaurant, whatever it is, it is uh, an opportunity to really show that this is, the way that you can behave, or um, you know, do things that actually can help change someone else's life for the better.
0: It's really great. And so, like you said in your book, it it changed the the little girl that um, that lovely. Uh, that's the character, right? Lovely was yes. helping, right? Right. Her friend.
1: Her friend, mm-hmm. Lupe.
0: Mm-hmm. They walked uh,
1: together um, to school, uh, but L- Lovely. Uh, Lupe didn't know that Lovely was working on this, which I actually think is, a, is another really important point. Um, Lupe just shared that you know she heard, overheard her parents arguing, and that you know over you know money and things like that. But then Lovely goes on to problem solve uh, and and just think about okay what can I do to help my friend, and so then that's how she's engaging adults and administrators and you know then they end up you know being able to help her in another in a greater way and then encouraging the students once they they saw that food was being donated and they got involved as well um but i think um sometimes we do things for people to see uh, you know and and it's so difficult i mean the the world we're in now you know with social media obviously if someone is trying to promote something or they're marketing it, you know, just from my marketing background, you know that you want to tell people what you're doing. But it, it we need to be careful about the motivation behind what we do and behind our marketing. And so with Lovely, her um, intentions were not to, you know, tell Lupe, OK, look at what we're doing, because that would have brought, I think, some shame to Lupe and her family, but she was doing this behind the scenes to, um, you know, to actually be a surprise and then also mobilize other people. So, I I just think that it's so important that not only are we doing things that are helping to show love to our neighbors, but that many times it can be anonymous or that we just want to be very careful about um, what is our motive um, for doing it? It shouldn't be to, to show off, but it should be to show love.
0: Mm. Oh, that's a great way to say it—not show off, show love. <laughs> I <laughs> like that. And um, you, now you said this was inspired by you—that lovely is is you. Did you have a friend like this, or is this? I did. Oh, you did. Okay. I I did. Yeah, and
1: uh, just uh, third grade. She, uh, I didn't know her. She we were sitting at the breakfast table together and she told me that she was hungry because she hadn't um, eaten that much the night before. And it just, I was, I guess, shocked as as shocked as you can be maybe at at nine, (laughs) but I just thought, wow, really? Um, That, I mean, that doesn't seem right. I mean, maybe there's something that we can do And And I'm actually, I've always been a pretty friendly person. So I knew the lunch lady, and I just went up to the counter and said, "There's someone that can. Can we get an extra, you know, breakfast for her?" And and so they said, "Oh, yeah, sure, Sheila." And so that's that's really how it how it started. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, loosely the 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 story has been, um, you know. Uh, pull together, you know, some other components, but um, it didn't happen exactly the way it happened in the book, but, um, though it, but it is based on, um, on that premise.
0: And so Lupe was, is a Spanish speaking girl. And so you wrote the book in both English and Spanish, right? I did. And yes. was, was that true? Was your friend also Spanish speaking? She was not. Oh okay. But it yeah, it's, yeah, she, it's she, great she. though because it, op- it offers the opportunity to have the book in multiple languages, which is amazing. And cultures, right.
1: right? Right. And and I think um my thought behind um Lupe and and really the um the characters are are multicultural because I believe that that is the world in which we live and as I think about loving our neighbors and the the umbrella of lovely world that um lovely can fits under it is is helping to you know shape adults and children's minds about uh, there there's every you know um, race and color and creed of people that are represented in the world and that our love uh love has no love doesn't discriminate Mm-hmm. Love is 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 open and and willing to share no matter who the person is. So uh, in terms of lovely, lovely and and Lupe's relationship, it it really is to model that cross cultural um, relationship that that can happen and and really so much that can that we can learn from um, from someone that's different than us they 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 may be different but sometimes there's so many things that are the same and the same thing that thing that Lovely and Lupe had in common is that you know they needed to eat they you know and so that was something that they shared
0: oh that's great and tell me how have you been able to you know get the book out have you been able to you know do readings and things like that how have you sort of promoted the book um, I
1: have not uh, done
0: any reading. The
1: The best way that I have been promoting the book um, has been through relationships. So there are um, parents, grandparents, there are, you know, small groups of individuals that, um, you know, have book clubs and things like that. Where they are, you know, using the book to to talk about the story, but then also looking at how do we, um, you know, have projects or, you know, some kind of thing that we can do to help someone else. And so even with, within the schools, I've moved towards, you know, having um, some schools to look at uh, not only where they have the book, but then also how can they do a a lovely can or lovely can plan that um, encourages children to um, discover great ideas. I mean, there are so many great ideas and so many different ways that children um, can come up with things to help love their neighbor or or do something that's going to be, um, you know, inspiring. And so that is, um, that's couple of the ways that I've been um, kind of promoting the book and then encouraging people to to move from just reading to actually um, acting in some way.
0: That's great. So, I mean, that's it's an it's it's a wonderful premise to have a book that is not just the great story, but then also something that you can carry forward and do something with. So that's so that's so great. Um, I know as an author, I I have always said that the writing part's the easy part, the marketing part is the hard part, right? <laughs>
1: it is. It is. And and I think you, you know from the standpoint that it's not just A great read, you know, I mean, it's a lovely story and, you know, a lot of feedback has been, you know, for really for any age, but that it is, um, you know, material that can move people to think about, you know, how they can engage their um, neighbors or look at some of the challenges that we have. I mean, there there are challenges all around us, and I uh, I believe that, you know, the lovely helped to develop a food shelf. But there are other ways that people can be involved. I mean, I think about my mom and the, the homeless homeless man, or um, maybe there's a senior citizen in the neighborhood that, you know, needs some help with their lawn or, you know, there's some different little projects. Uh, I, I I say this all the time. I mean, everywhere you look, there are opportunities for us to serve, you know, where where you can do something and so to me the um like you said i mean the the writing part is easy it's it's you know it's a story but then how do we really inspire people to for parents to to um to see that they want to model behavior and be able to talk to their toddlers or you know young children and engage them in simple ways to do something that is outside of um, their own need, in which kind of takes me to an, another thought around. We, you know, we live in a society now where we're so focused on, you know, me and my own problems, and and who doesn't have problems? Everybody has some challenge that they're facing. But in my opinion, um, number one, when you start looking at ways that you can help someone else. One, you get a recess Mm -hmm. from thinking about yourself and um, you're focusing on someone else. And because we are talented, because I believe that, you know, we have been gifted, we can take those gifts and then be able to help um, solve problems for someone else. And so uh, children seeing that, as we talk about, we want to see our world to become a better world. We want to you know, stop having to deal with so many negative things that, you know, are are often publicized. Everyone has their sphere of influence. We have our world and um, my world and my influence gives me the ability to touch people um, that are all around me. And so when I serve others, I'm um, there's something good i it's it's really hard to explain and people that do nice things <laughs> we know what that means and we know <laughs> that feeling but it's a it's a it's a beautiful, powerful feeling when you help someone else like I guess we get endorphins you know that come up from that, and um as we as each person does that, we begin to see how we can change um what we're seeing changing the world that we actually live in and you know sharing those stories whether it's on a you know we're, we're marketing we're not trying to market and make sure everybody knows that but if someone uh, if a neighbor knows it then and, and then a neighbor does it for another neighbor then we are creating um, a much more um, empathetic and thoughtful and and genuine world
0: Absolutely. Now that kind of leads me into what your other work looks like, and your website is Mission to Mobilization, right? Yes. So tell us a little bit about what that's doing, and what you, how you know what you're, what's going on there besides you know besides your wonderful book. What else? What other work are you doing?
1: Sure, sure. My um, right now we are um running the Kids Can Camp, and the the focus. It really kind of birthed out of Lovely and just the, you know, the focus around really teaching children to to love their neighbor. The, the Kids Can Camp focuses on really um, getting people in the business of um, kids care. I mean, you are, we have children from every really ages, from toddlers, you know, to 17 that are challenged with so many issues. And we think about the um, I, people use the word at risk, children at risk. Well, if, if a child is exposed to a phone, then they are at risk. And so um, the Kids Can Camp is 21 days of plan, play, and purpose. And it's moving children to their Great Idea Day on day 21. And so it's, a, it's an amazing um, online camp that allows children to each day check in on our um, Lovely World YouTube channel. They get instructions actually from the Lovely Ken character and then are um, given instructions on different things that they're going to do each day to make their world more lovely. And so they're learning things about that sometimes they plant things, so they're learning about being patient. sometimes they're flying a kite. Uh, they're looking at problem solving, they're bowling over their problems. and so there's it's 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 a, a wonderful way of integrating um, you know planning and problem solving with fun and kind of a humanitarian approach to Helping children see that they can come up with one um, great idea to change their world, and so that is uh, my my focus right now is on uh, really empowering adults to encourage children. I, that I really believe that there is not. Um, there aren't. There's not an adult that cannot impact or inspire the life of a child. I mean, obviously, if a person is, uh, if, you're, if you're, if you're a parent, then you have kids in your home, so then you're influencing that way. But you may be a extended family. It could be a grandparent, aunt, uncle. You have the ability to, you know, make phone calls and connect with your niece or nephew, or uh, you can. Um, find out what are some of the gifts and talents that those children have, and and what are gifts and talents that you have, are there some commonalities that you can talk about, or maybe projects that you can work on together, you know, if you have an uncle that likes, is a musician, and maybe, you know, his nephew likes music as well, that that's a way that that you can connect, and, and you can in some way, you know, use that to um, maybe you're, you know, sharing some music somewhere that's making, uh, you know, just a lovely atmosphere somewhere. And then the third way or third tier is that you can just be a community member. So we see kids all the time or you could be at a grocery store. You're not, you know, creepy type, I'm saying, but I'm saying you could say, hello, you know, hello to a child or if you're connected with children. And that you're just simply asking them or, you know, looking at them in the eye, that you're engaging them and you're asking, Oh, you know, what's your favorite, you know, subject in school? Or what do you, you know, what's your favorite thing to do? What do you, what do you enjoy? And the, the purpose is engagement. The purpose is l- looking into the eyes of a child letting them know that they are valued, they are important, and that they have gifts and that there's nothing they can't accomplish um, if they, um, you know, put their minds, hearts, you know, abilities into it with um, the the proper
0: support. Oh, wow. That is, that's so powerful. That's, and I, it's a great reminder too, I think for everybody that, you know, just be a, Just be a part of like humanity and society and and engage with people (laughs) instead of, like you said, living in your own sort of bubble and world. And and it just it does take it's it takes very little right to, to do that, to 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 look at someone in the eye or, you know, like you said, to to pick up an extra couple of cans of soup or things like that. It's very simple ways to do these small things that can make a huge impact. Right.
1: Right. Exactly. It's very simple.
0: Well, Sheila, thank you so much. This has been a fascinating. And uh, just to hear about, you know, the the thought process around the book, but also the work you're doing. And, and also, I, I think it's very inspiring to, to hear some of these examples of just little things that maybe we take it take for granted. And we've kind of forgotten about doing that do make so much difference. And like you said, as well, our kids are watching. So tell Tell us how to find you, how to find out more about you, how to find Lovely Can, the book, and um, and anything else you'd like the people to know that, uh, you know, how to find you. Sure, sure. Yeah. So, uh,
1: my all my stuff is on missiontomobilization.com, and then I'm on, inst- on Instagram at missiontomobilization, and you can find me, Sheila A.O., on LinkedIn and Facebook.
0: Thank you so much. I will make sure that these links are in the show notes for people so they can find you. Um, Sheila, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure to speak to you.
1: Oh, Mary Jo, thank you so much. I really appreciate your work and platform and uh, you you are also helping to make our world more lovely.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Have welcome. a great day. To you too. This has been the Teaching Your Toddler podcast with Mary Jo Tinlin. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you'll find us on our website at teachingyourtoddler.com as well as on Facebook at Teaching Your Toddler on Instagram and on Twitter at Teaching Toddler. So join us again and I hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you so much.